The Nashville Predators have to leave that Oilers loss in the burn pile and focus tonight on their game against the New York Rangers. We're going to talk about a surprising lineup change and preview the game tonight against the Rangers. Plus, did Nashville ruin the NHL draft? We're going to talk about all of that on today's Locked On Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Predators podcast, and thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Of course, we are going to kick off this episode the way we kick off all our episodes with a special shout out to our loyal Locked On Predheads, our everyday listeners who tune in to talk Preds hockey with us Monday through Friday. We love that we get to spend a little bit of our day with you each weekday. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at the Hockey News, and I'm usually joined by my partner in crime, Nick Morgan. I promise y'all Nick Morgan will be back very soon, but I am going to be flying solo today as we preview the New York Rangers game tonight. And friends, there is a lot to talk about, including a recent lineup change announcement from the Nashville Predators. And we're going to dive into that in just a second. But first, want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by FanDuel the official sports book of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, we are going to take a Sherlock Holmes look at this Predators-Ranger matchup tonight. We're going to talk about the who, when, where, why, and how of this game coming up a little bit later in the episode. But first, let's just jump into recent lineup change news coming from the Nashville Predators about tonight's game and a little bit longer term lineup change. Uh, in case you did not hear, uh, yesterday the Predators announced that Luke Shen is out four to six weeks with a lower body injury. Uh, Shen was an offseason signing for the Nashville Predators, and Barry Trotz brought him in, kind of talking about this could be a physical player that would encourage other teams to keep their filthy mitts off of Roman Yossi. Yossi and Shen played a lot, uh, paired up a lot in training camp, but during the first game in Tampa Bay, Shen was paired with Jeremy Lazan. Played about 15 minutes in that game. And then we haven't seen him again back in the lineup. He was listed as day-to-day yesterday. Like I said, the Preds updated that to out four to six weeks with a lower body injury. This is kind of a curveball for the Nashville Predators for a couple of reasons. Um, There has been recent speculation about the Nashville Predators being in conversation with the Vancouver Canucks for a trade to bring winger Connor Garland here. This is the rumor mill. Haven't heard anything specifically from Barry Trotz on this yet. And the Canucks are interested in a defenseman. Just like E equals MC squared every time, when you hear trade plus defenseman plus Nashville Predators, you know that equals Dante Fabro. He is just the perennial trade rumor fellow. Um, With Shen out four to six weeks and with the Nashville Predators actually being competitive early against some really tough teams, I wonder if the Shen injury changes what the Nashville Predators are going to do if there is some sort of potential trade with the Vancouver Canucks in a conversation about it. 
you know, here is my take on it. I think the Nashville Predators would have to feel extremely comfortable calling up Spencer Stasny or Mark Delgaizo to play a chunk of NHL minutes right now. They do have six defensemen, but were somebody to get injured, they would have to go to um, Milwaukee to bring a guy up. Of course, you know, I'm a big fan of Spencer Stasny's game. We saw him just eight games last season. Also, Mark Delgaizo did everything short of making the team in training camp to show that he is ready for some NHL minutes. But I'm not sure that the Predators are really committed to saying, hey, you know, these are maybe long term pieces. You know, we think that they would be a good part of this team until Shen comes back. So I think there's some um, pieces that you have to weigh in on with this. Also, I know there's a lot of people in Nashville who are big fans of this uh, Connor Garland potential move. It's just okay for me. Um, you know, in five full seasons, he has had one 20 goal season. He's flirted with a 20 goal season a couple other times. And I absolutely know that last season, the Nashville Predators fan base would do anything to have had a flirt with 20 goal guy um, because just lots of trouble scoring. I will say Garland's assists are intriguing. I wonder if he is a winger who could come in and maybe spice up some things for his line mates. But I come back and land on what I lovingly refer to as the gospel, according to Garth Brooks. And you have to ask yourself the perennial question, is this Mr. Right or is this Mr. Right now? You know, Connor Garland could be a good piece for the Nashville Predators, but, you know, do you want to maybe save your money, hang on to Dante Fabro? I think teams at the trade deadline who feel like they just need that one defensive piece would be willing to give you a lot more at the trade deadline if Dante Fabro is somebody the Preds are still looking to move, you know, and maybe just invest in what you have in the time being. If that means you call up Stasny or Del Gaizo, that's the way I would lean to it. Trotz has not called and asked my opinion, so let's just wait and see kind of how this sorts out. But I think the Shen injury kind of plays into um, what the what the Nashville Predators may be thinking about when it comes to this rumor of Connor Garland trade. All of Luke Shen lineup aside, let's really talk about the lineup decision that's going to get the Nashville Predators fan base buzzing and maybe not in the fun way. Predators have announced that out is Phil Tomasino in tonight. Michael McCarron. Yep. I know what you're thinking. I have some feelings on this and, you know, and I, I want to just kind of say here, this is sort of how I view this decision. Uh, we have not heard from Andrew Brunette uh, ahead of the game tonight to kind of get his thinking on this yet. But here is sort of what I'm thinking. You obviously you have Luke Shen out. So you've lost kind of that physical presence. The Predators have done okay without him, but they really don't have short of Yakov Trenin, kind of that physical presence. Um, Michael McCarron brings that. We all know that. Um, I think people are frustrated because you want to get young player like Phil Tomasino going, you know, you want to, he's a goal scorer. Uh, Michael McCarron not thought of as being a goal scorer. Here's kind of what I think what my speculation is on what is behind this decision. Uh, Phil Tomasino, I think, has not maybe, you know, that kid line, as uh, Brunette kind of calls it, you know, they, they've they been hot and cold. You know, you, they have had times where it looks like this line is getting it, they're buzzing, they're, you know, they're, they're building that chemistry. Any of the three of them, Novak, Evangelista, Tomo could pop off. And then there have been times where they're just, it's a miss. And, and that's to be expected. It's to be expected across all of the lines as they implement a new system. But one of the things that we heard consistently from both Roman Yossi, 
Tommy Novak and Andrew Burnett. And we talked about this on yesterday's podcast. Go back and listen to it um, if you missed it. Is that the predators have got to be a little bit more physical and win things like the puck battles against the boards. Um, Andrew Burnett talks about, you know, I want to have players that are going to go to the front of the net. They're going to go to the hard areas of the ice and they're going to battle. And that is probably not Phil Tomasino's strongest suit when it comes to the total package of his game. That is a little bit more Michael McCarron. Is Michael McCarron as offensive, uh, offensively suave as Phil Tomasino? Probably no. The other thing I would say is remember, Michael McCarron is a fantastic penalty killer. And if you're going to go up against a a power play unit like the New York Rangers having, you know, another excellent penalty killer in the lineup, not a bad thing either. So I think this decision may be based a little bit more on not necessarily what's wrong with Philip Tomasino. I don't know that there is anything wrong with Phil Tomasino, but I think it may be about, Hey, Andrew Burnett is saying here is this physicality aspect that we're needing a little bit more of in our game tonight. And Michael McCarron brings a little bit of that. So that is my guess as to why the Predators are making the decision they're making. We'll let you know when we hear from the team. But Tomo out, McCarron in. Let's see what happens, y'all. Board battles, not glamorous, not glamorous like goal scoring, but they do matter. So let's see how all of this pans out tonight against the New York Rangers. Of course, we are going to preview this game tonight. We are going to take a look at the who, what, when, where, why, and how for each of the teams tonight. We're going to talk about who the standouts are for the New York Rangers, what the Nashville Predators are going to need to do to win this game, and where is the real estate that's going to matter most tonight. We're going to talk about all of those things coming up here in just a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Snap into action in this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. Look, the app is so very easy to use. And there's a wide range of betting options, including things like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. I know the Titans are on a bye this week, but you can bet on Thursday nights, Jaguars, Saints games. Or if you want to have a little fun, you can bet on whether Travis Kelsey and Keenan Allen can combine for 15 or more receptions this week. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Tonight, the Nashville Predators travel to Madison Square Garden, where they are going to take on the New York Rangers. They're going to face former Nashville Predators head coach Peter Laviolette, which will be super interesting. Laviolette, of course, took over for Barry Trotz when Barry Trotz parted ways as head coach with the Predators. Full circle, Barry Trotz back as general manager. So, you know, it's like six degrees of Barry Trotz tonight against the New York Rangers. Rangers, really good team. They are two and one so far on the season. There is a lot to look at when you're facing off against the New York Rangers team. So we're going to Sherlock Holmes this. 
Um, we're going to clue this. That's another great board game yesterday. I mentioned the board game Masterpiece, kind of a rare, obscure game. I think everybody knows Clue. But let's take a look at the who, what, when, where, why, and how of this game tonight. So we're going to start with the New York Rangers. You know, when it comes to the New York Rangers, who do the Predators need to worry about the most on this team? Friends, this is only a 30-minute podcast, so I am going to limit my answers. Of course, the conversation begins with Igor Shosturkin. Igor Shosturkin, just another Vesna quality goaltender. We're going to talk about him in just a little bit. Um, but when you're also talking about players that the Predators need to really be be mindful of, we're going to talk about the top line of Chris Kreider, Mika Zibanejad, and Capo Caco. Kreider, four goals in three games, and his line has 10 points so far in the first three games. So that top line for the New York Rangers, they are firing on all cylinders coming out of the gate. Nashville is really going to have to keep an eye, especially on Chris Kreider, because he is on fire right now for the New York Rangers. So what is the Rangers' biggest advantage? We just touched on him a minute ago, or Igor Shosturkin, y'all. He is 2-1, uh, 2.38 goals against allowed 9.05 save percentage. According to our friends at FanDuel, Shosturkin is a top guy for the Vesna, along with, say it with me, UC Soros. Tonight really is going to be an interesting goaltending matchup. Soros-Shosturkin, it's kind of a dream if you're a goalie fan. But for a Preds team that's generating offense but struggling to finish, Shesterkin is not the goalie that you really want to see in net tonight. But you get what you get and you don't throw a fit, as I used to say, raising my kids. So Preds are going to be facing Shesterkin. He really is you know, the big advantage for the New York Rangers in net. I uh, find it kind of interesting, just a little bit of trivia. Shesterkin faced a penalty shot too already this season. Uh, he did come up and make the save. Soros has faced two penalty shots, eight penalty shots so far this season. It feels like the penalty shots are the new slash in the league. Like, hey, it's the new cool thing. I don't know. But both these goaltenders facing penalty shots and have been under pressure. So let's see how it all pans out tonight. Where? Where are the Rangers the most dangerous? My friends, the shot maps tell us very clearly it is the net front. If you check out the shot maps at Natural Stat Trick, they are going to show you that a lot of New York's goals are coming right in front of the net. They are the greasy goals. They are the breakaway goals where they take it right up into the goaltender and score. The defense is going to have to keep that area clear for the Predators and help UC Saros out. Watch backdoor opportunities. The Predators got burned on backdoor passes uh, against the Oilers, and that's something that Saros is going to need some help with from the defense in front of him. So watch that net front. So why is this game so important and, and why are the Rangers going to come out hot? Look, friends, the New York Rangers lost in the first round to the New Jersey Devils, and they are not happy about their postseason result. They are coming off of back-to-back 100-plus -back point seasons, and they could not get to the Stanley Cup finals. They lost in 21-22 uh, in the conference finals last year, couldn't beat uh, the New Jersey Devils in the first round. They want it bad. They've got a great team. They feel like they are a deep playoff cup contending team. They're going to want to win this game. So how are the Rangers 
going to get the win? What's the big picture here? Well, they are a very complete team. You have Vesna caliber goaltending with Shesterkin and net. You have Norris Trophy defenseman Adam Fox. You've got Jacob Truda, Keandre Miller. You have a really strong defensive team. And you have offensive players. They have a very threatening top six. Of course, we talked about Chris Kreider, but you have Artemi Panarin, and they are working to get out Alexis Lafreniere going. So this is a team that that's really pretty complete and the Nashville predators are, are going to have to play a complete game to beat a team that is this complete in their roster. Now the Rangers do have some early season rust and dust to shake off. One of the things in their first three games, they've had just a couple goals called for offside not a huge thing, but they're really looking at correcting small things like that, kind of shaking off the rust. You know, they made a few adjustments in the offseason, but this is a, a deep team. This is a team that that knows what they want. They do have a new head coach in um, in Peter Laviolette, but this is a team that really has a lot of foundation work done. They're putting the spit and polish on things. The Nashville Predators very different team in a very different place, you know, and you have this Nashville Predators team coming out in October, new system, new head coach, new front office, new roster, and they are facing these high caliber teams. And like I said, this is not just a high caliber offense. You're looking at a great defense. You're looking at an incredible goaltender. This is a challenging game for the Nashville Predators on the road tonight. Coming up, we're going to take a look at things from the Nashville perspective. What's the who, what, when, where, who, what, when, where, why? Hmm. For the Nashville Predators tonight, what do they need to do to get the win? And then, deep question, did Nashville break the NHL draft? Conversation had at a GM meeting has me wondering if Nashville has just broken it. We're going to talk about all of that coming up here in just a minute. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Several years ago, my husband and I were traveling internationally when I ended up getting sick. I was across the globe from my primary care doctor and I struggled to find effective over-the-counter medication until I could get home. Situations like this are why you need to check out Jace Medical. We all need to be able to take care of ourselves and our loved ones during the unexpected. And that is why Jace Medical offers the Jace case. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use and gives you peace of mind so you know you have access to medication in an emergency. And Jace Medical is simple. They handle everything from the online evaluation to licensing to pharmacy medication delivery, and they provide ongoing consultation and care. So don't get caught unprepared. You can get $20 off these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using our code LOCKEDON at checkout at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Preds Rangers tonight at Madison Square Garden Puck Drop, 6 p.m. tonight. We've talked about what do the New York Rangers bring to this game tonight. Let's dive in and see kind of where are the Nashville Predators when it comes to this game tonight. So let's start with the who. Who needs to step up for the Nashville Predators tonight? Well, I have two players that I think Nashville really is going to need to rely on tonight. First, 
UC Soros. Friends, I know he got pulled in the game against Edmonton after that four goal first period. That was not UC Soros' fault. He is going to want to come in and have himself a game. Nashville Predators are going to need him against the offense that the Rangers are going to be skating with tonight. So UC Soros going to need UC Soros and some defensive support would not kill anybody. The other player that I'm really watching tonight that I think could be a big factor is Philip Forsberg. Friends, that top line of Forsberg, Ryan O'Reilly, and Yuso Parsonen, they really need to be Nashville's biggest threat. And in a lot of ways, statistically, they are. You know, they are generating a ton of quality chances. We talked about some of those advanced statistics yesterday on the show. And once Philip Forsberg starts finishing those chances that that top line is generating, my friends, you are going to need to look out. I think um, Andrew Brunette after the game the other day was talking about, you know, there are some players who want it so bad and they may be kind of gripping their sticks a little tightly, like almost trying too hard. And Philip Forsberg is a veteran. He is an absolute professional. But there is a part of me that wonders if he's like, just give me my first goal and I'm off to the races because I do think that's how Forsberg's season is going to go. He just hasn't gotten that first goal yet, but it is coming, my friends. It is coming. So keep an eye on Philip Forsberg, Ryan O'Reilly, Yuso Parson, and let's see what they can do tonight. I think if you can get Forsberg on, on the board tonight, the floodgates are going to open offensively for him and for the Nashville Predators. I think as goes Forsberg, so will go the Nashville Predators offensively. So what, what is the key to winning tonight? I think here is something that is very encouraging. I think a key to winning this game tonight is doing a lot of what the Nashville Predators are already doing. Predators lead the league in shots on goal. Now, this is going to take extra effort to finish on those chances against somebody like Igor Shesterkin. But the Predators need to play with pace. They need to generate offense on the transition. They need to look for odd man rushes. Those are things that we are glimpsing this team doing. They need to continue to do that. The other key, I touched on it earlier, give Soros defensive support. Can UC Soros do basically everything all by himself? basically. Should he have to tonight against the New York Rangers? No, he should not. So let's have good defensive support for UC Soros tonight. What is the when of this game? What is the most important time tonight for the Nashville Predators? The most important time for the Predators is the first five minutes of this game. The Nashville Predators have so much fight. This team has, um, Andrew Burnett refers to it as the will to win. They want it so bad. So if the Predators can come out and play right from first puck drop through those first five minutes, they did that against Edmonton, and then they kind of lost momentum with the power play goal by Leon Dreisaitl. But if the Predators can come out, puck drop in those first five minutes and really set that pace and tone, I think it will help tremendously. If the Predators can get on the board early, all the freaking better, my friends. I think an early goal would be huge for the Predators. I think it will help get confidence playing against somebody like Shesterkin in net, and they need to get to their game right away. Predators have to play 60 minutes of hockey, and we've seen them do that in a couple games. We've seen complete 60-minute games where just 
a bounce didn't go their way where something was within reach, just continue to be consistent and play that game for 60 minutes. Where, where do the Nashville Predators need to be? Net front, baby. Net front, baby. You know, Andrew Brunette and the players said it this week. They said it after the loss to Edmonton. We have got to get some of those greasy goals. Let's get in front of the net. Igor Shosturkin is going to make the saves on a lot of shots. He is going to make the first saves. It's just what he does. So you're going to really need to capitalize on any small second or third chance that you may get from a goaltender of his caliber. If he does not corral the puck on the first shot, somebody has got to be net front to pressure him to try to get that back in there. This is going to be a greasy goal game and the Predators need that to get started. So this is going to be a bodies in front of the net. This is going to be a battle. This is going to be somebody screen Shesterkin. That's how you're going to score on him. And again, I go back to that may be why we're seeing Michael McCarron in. So let's see if there is more net front action tonight by the Nashville Predators. How are the Predators going to steal this win? Could come down to something like, oh, I hate to say it, but it could come down to special teams. If I have said it once, I have said it a million times. I know they are playing at Madison Square Garden, but my friends, there are no snacks in any of the sin bins. There are like schmackery, smackery cookies. There's amazing cookies in New York City. They are not there. Stay out of the box. And I think that's something that maybe makes people a little nervous about McCarran in because McCarran does tend to go to the box sometimes. Stay out of the box. New York Rangers are three for 10 on their power play unit. So let's just not and say we did. Also finish on the power play chances. We've talked about this first four games, the power play They're They're getting there. They're generating chances. Maybe they can carry over some momentum from the power play goal they got in Edmonton. They had a couple of good power play tries in Edmonton. They had one that made me think not so much. But if they can get on the board with a power play goal, I think that goes a long way to helping the team get the win, but also to building momentum and confidence. Right now, uh, the Rangers are two for nine on the penalty kill. So let's see what they can do. So Preds Rangers tonight, Madison Square Garden puck drops 6 p.m. Keep your eye on the net front. Keep your eye on Philip Forsberg. And let's hope we can get something past Igor Shesterkin. This is really going to be a, a goalie night. It's going to be an interesting night to watch some good goaltending in the NHL. Speaking of the NHL, word came out that the NHL may be discussing decentralizing the NHL draft at a recent GM meeting. Talk came up about decentralizing the draft to do it more like the NFL and NBA does where players, you know, the draftees are all in one location, but the teams are working from their home in their own territory and kind of calling in and that kind of thing. I have some feelings about this. First of all, the NHL needs to do a lot of things more like the NFL and NBA do things. And friends, Doing the draft the same way is not even in my top 10 of the things that the NHL needs to do differently. And like other, you know, leagues that are 
bigger, more successful, more revenue. So this to me, I'm like, what, you know, of all the changes you're going to make to be more like the NFL, this is where you're starting. It seems a little weird. Second of all, I have a little bit of a thing because one of the reasons are the GMs want to be able to work without all being in the same room worried about some other team overhearing them or seeing something on their board. One of the things we learned when the draft was here in Nashville is that they have to be very careful with that overhead camera angle because they didn't want to show any papers on different tables for different teams. Like that is how uh, concerned they are with secrecy and security. I get it. But friends, listen to me. Part of the fun of the NHL draft is that we're all in a room and we're trying to navigate this secretly. I want to see these grown men work like an eighth grade girl in study hall passing a note or spreading a rumor. Like half of the fun is, is watching them hover and huddle. And so I'm like, no, like put you all in a room and let's see how sneaky you can be. That's part of the fun. So I say keep it all together. Also, if you're not all together, and, and this is a selfish, very Nashville Predators-centric take, you would not have been able to have the moments that you had honoring David Poyle had it not been in one central location with all those general managers. And I think that stuff is cool. Here is what I wonder. Did Nashville break the draft? Is there maybe perhaps no other city that feels like they could do it as well as the Predators did this summer? Because friends, the Predators killed it when it came to the draft. The players loved it. The GMs loved it. Friends, where else could Kyle from Chicago leave his bunker hotel room to walk half a block and get a beer and give an anonymous interview? Only in Nashville would something like that happen. Nashville is really made for events like this. I love that they had the award show and the draft at the same time because you have your top players in town. You have the GMs. You have your coaches. You have these draftees. It just creates such a cool party. And during the week, media want to hear from their GMs, especially during the draft. That was really popular for media was getting time to sit and hear from the general manager. So I am not about this. I am not about this. And here's my solution. Just always host it in Nashville. Just have it here. You know, the Predators have done it. Nashville has done it. They know how to do it. Let's just have the award show and the draft here in Nashville every year and see if that makes the GMs happy. Just throwing it out there. Going to see what sticks. Tonight, again, Preds, Rangers facing off another tough challenge for the Predators. Let's see what they can do. Puck drop 6 p.m. Madison Square Garden. We'll have a recap, of course, tomorrow. I will be looking for your one words to describe the game tonight. So be sure you follow us at LO underscore Predators on Twitter and get your one word submissions in for how you see this game after it happens tonight. While you're on Twitter, you can also follow me there at Ann K underscore Mama on Ice. Um, that is going to do it for today's episode. Hey, thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Be back tomorrow, and we're going to break down and talk about Rangers Predators game. We'll see you then.